Blog Talk Radio. Headline tonight is from the Washington Post. GOP plans to defeat Trump in brutal fashion. Well, the first thing I did when I saw this headline was I read the story to see what the Washington Post considered brutal. And there was nothing in the story that I could see uh, that seemed brutal unless you want to call the money people brutal. And actually, that is a good definition for money people. It was pretty brutal when the real estate market crashed in 2008. And it's pretty brutal for young people graduating from college today with that albatross of debt around their throat. But this story is how it is rumored there is a money trust that is looking to take down Trump at the Republican National Convention. Because if after the primaries there's no clear front-runner for president, then these unnamed long-time power brokers, is what the Washington Post calls them, unnamed long-time power brokers, are reportedly ready to uh, prepare for a floor fight at the National Convention to nominate a more acceptable alternative for the candidate of president to the United States, a candidate who could represent these longtime power brokers' interests. Now, this is a very alarming report by the Washington Post to me. I mean, to even suggest that there are these longtime power brokers who could step in and attempt to manipulate and control the process that is set up under the Constitution of the United States and also the constitutions of each one of our 50 states, this is very alarming. Will these unnamed longtime power brokers pay people? that go to the convention to start this floor fight, to choose another candidate that the money people think would be a better candidate for president? You know what this really means is that the money people need to have a candidate for president that they can control because they can't control Trump. Trump has as much money as they do. He doesn't need their money, and he doesn't answer to anyone. And I don't know how much you know about the way we choose a president in this country, 
But we start with the primaries. They're coming up next year. And this is where we, as a citizen, with the right for one vote, we go to the poll, and in the primary, we would have to declare if we are a Republican or a Democrat, that is, and if there aren't any independent candidates running, and and then if we declare ourselves as a Republican, we would choose which one of the candidates who is running for president that we want to be our choice for president. And this is also true about the Democratic candidates. You would declare yourself as a Democrat, and then you would vote for the Democratic candidate you want to run for president on the Democratic side. But do you know who you are really voting for at that primary? You are actually voting for a delegate who is going to go to the convention to cast the vote. And the candidate that gets the most votes in your state, maybe your candidate, maybe not, is the candidate they're going to vote for. Now, it's alarming to me that the GOP would even try to suggest that they have a brutal war already planned to disrupt this constitutional way of choosing the presidential candidates. You know, the delegate that you vote for in the primary is obliged to vote for the person that has been chosen by your state as the presidential candidate that the most people in your state wants for president. Not necessarily you, but you're the most for the most for each state. So like you might want to vote for Christie, but the majority of the voters in your state vote for Trump. So all of the delegates in your state are obliged to vote for Trump at the convention on the first round of voting. Now, this is why there is so much in the news every day about who's ahead in which state, because it is a statewide selection, and the size of the delegation from your state is determined by a very complicated set of mathematical formulas, depending on whether your state has a Democratic or a Republican governor, whether your state has a majority of Republicans or Democrats in your legislature, whether your state voted for a previous Republican or Democrat for president in the past, and a bunch of other meaningless concoctions that are pretty much deliberately designed perhaps to allow people like the unnamed money brokers to manipulate and control these delegates. You know, perhaps you might want to look into the way your state does its primaries find out if the delegates to the national convention are elected or appointed because this is so important because if the delegates are merely appointed by the people who are in control in your state then these types of political appointees are operating within that tightly knit group of You do this for me, and I'll do that for you, 
you know, it's a good old boy network. And it's all about leverage and contracts and, yes, ma'am, money. Now, if you don't care about who runs for president and you want to wait and see what happens and then vote in the presidential election, you won't have to declare if you are a Republican or a Democrat. But you're just going to get a chance to vote for what has already been selected for you by whoever is controlling these conventions. And if you want to vote in a primary, you will have to make your choice for who the candidate is going to be and then you would have to declare if you're a Democrat or a Republican. And if Trump decides to run as an independent, then if you want to vote for Trump in the primary, you would need to declare that you are an independent. Now, one way that you can make a difference in all of this is if you truly believe in a certain person who is running for president and you want to help to make sure that they do get the chance to run as the nominee of your party, then I would suggest that you get active in the political party who is supporting your candidate and find out if your state appoints delegates to the national convention or if your state has a state convention to vote for the delegates who will go to the convention. And all of this is done at the ground level of our political system. If you want to be a delegate that goes to the national convention, where you can be an, be uh, dedicated to the candidate of your choice and can't be bought out, then you need to get involved in that political party because it all starts at the level of the precinct. You have a precinct committeeman in your party. Now, this person has been elected, but you probably don't even know who your precinct committeeman is or that you ever even voted for them in the first place. <laughs> and if you aren't registered for to vote, for sure, for sure you don't know who the precinct committeeman is. <laughs> now, I have been a precinct committeeman. I don't remember now how many homes my precinct contained, but I was one precinct in a ward of 12 precincts. And then there were many, many wards in the city. My precinct was about 12 blocks, and our precinct had its own polling place. And it was my job to make sure that everybody was registered to vote. They knew where the polling place was, and if anybody needed a ride or help to get to the polling place, we would provide it. And I went door to door. This is the true boots on the ground, people. If we have this kind of boots on the ground, we're, we won't need boots on the ground in war because right in your local precinct, that's where it is all happening or it's not happening. You want to fight ISIS? Then be a boot on the ground and get involved in the system that this wonderful country provides us with to determine who's going to represent us and who is going to be the leader of the U.S. in the world. I went door to door. I passed down information about the party I was affiliated with. I had little meetings at my house and served coffee and donuts, and I had some of the local people who were running for local offices come and talk. And we asked for donations, just a dollar, sometimes two dollars. 
And we learned that if we could get a potential voter to give a dollar to our party, then they had a stake in what happened. They were a stockholder, so to speak. This is grassroots politics. And this is the only place where you, as a person who lives in this country and who loves this country and who wonders why we're having all this stuff going on and and why are we so afraid and so forth and so on, you put your boots on the ground in the only way things are really going to change. Otherwise, these unnamed money brokers are going to continue to run things. These warmongers who took us into Iraq, telling us that horrible lie that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction, these unnamed money brokers really want another Bush in the presidency because the Bush bloodline will go to war for the unnamed money brokers. These unnamed money brokers make their money slaughtering innocent people and starting wars in places where their business interests are. Do you know that war is one of the biggest money makers there is? The truth is that Saddam knew how to keep the Sunnis and the Shiites in balance. And maybe Saddam didn't do it the way we do, but he knew the ways of the ancient tribal bloodlines. He knew the thoughts and intents of the various factions that operated in his country, and he was a master at keeping them all in balance. His death loosed the evil that is now threatening the whole earth. We are reaping what we sowed. Almost eight years ago, we as a nation took another look at this way of doing things, and we elected President Obama as president. And we have had now almost eight years. It's been a struggle to maintain this tenuous peace in the world. And this latest outbreak of ISIS attacks is alarming. But what is the best way to look at all the different suggestions for handling the situation? Today, I'm encouraging any American who would like to see some answers to consider getting involved. It's still true that one person can make the difference. Pick your candidate. Join his or her party. Start your grassroots participation. Go door to door. Pass out literature. Run for precinct committeemen. Get people registered. Take them to the polls to vote. Give money to your candidate. If you don't get involved, remember there are going to be other people who do, and they might not want the same things you want, but it's going to be their voice that's going to be heard, not yours. And I also want to explain that our country is not run just by the president. We have a three-part power complex the Senate, the House of Representatives, and the President. And it takes all three to get things done. A president can't do things by himself. He has to have agreement with the Senate and the House because this is the balance of power. And that's another reason to work for the party of your candidate because the party machinery is also going to be interested in electing the senators and the congressmen from your state. And remember, The number of delegates that your state is eligible for 
that will go to the Republican or Democratic National Convention to select the candidate to run for president is determined by the number of governors, senators, and congressmen that each state has in that party. Everything is connected. And the only way you're going to be able to change anything is to get involved at the grassroots level. It's on the ground. And I would also say in closing, in choosing which party to support and which candidate of which party to support, just think in terms of this tenuous peace we have experienced for the last eight years. Would you like to continue to have peace, or do you want to go back to having war? <laughs> 